Yo, what is up all you primetime players and all you primetime thoughts fans and all you newcomers that's just coming on to the uh, podcast episode. This is uh, episode 100 and I want to say 117. So this is uh, episode 117. I am your host, uh, Primetime Scott 3 or uh, Scott or Zach Scott or Zachary Scott, however you want to call me. Uh, well, let's go with, um, but matter of fact. We're going to go with Zachariah. I am your host, Zachariah Scott, or Primetime Scott 3. Um, so, for this episode, I'm, a, uh, I'm by myself. Everyone is basically working or asleep right now, uh, for the most part, or just out running errands or some shit like that. Uh, so, since I'm by myself, I was like, oh, let me crack out an episode. We got, uh, we got Game 3 that's coming up tomorrow night. We also just had Black Widow that, was, uh, that just came out. I've seen that. Uh, twice, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna review that, uh, talk about that, uh, and that's gonna be first. So, spoilers this is your spoiler warning. I'm probably gonna be talking about Black Widow for like five, five, seven minutes into the episode. So, um, I'm gonna say from like now until let's give it like five, seven minutes into this, into this episode, um. I would skip if you have not seen Black Widow. This is your spoiler warning. I am going to be talking about the whole Black Widow movie. Uh, what else I'm going to be talking about? Uh, Fury versus Wilder. Um, the Jordan Invitation. Uh, college for college basketball. The XFL briefly. And uh, that's, a, that's about it. So... Again, this is your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning for Black Widow. I did talk. I do talk about. I mean, I'm about to talk about Black Widow. All right. So with that being said, Black Widow is a straight. It's a. It's a very good movie. It's a very great. Oh, it's a very good movie. It's a very great movie, and it's setting up a lot of different things for later down the line in the MCU. Now, originally, Black Widow was supposed to come out before we see uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So this is that's why it's a it's a little kind of off, but they delayed Black Widow for two years, and the reason why they delayed Black Widow is because they wanted to wait for the fans to be able to see Black Widow in theaters. But they also uh, there, but they also showed it on Disney Plus if you paid for that thirty thirty dollars. About thankfully, because my mom shout out to my mom, she uh, paid for the thirty dollars, and uh, so I could see it on Friday. And then I can eventually give you uh give you guys an episode, uh, and I am going to really pay her back. I can pay Wednesday, so she don't have to worry about that. So with that being said, I seen it, seen it twice. I'm probably gonna see it again just so I get a clear understanding. I've been watching a whole lot of YouTube videos, like a YouTube explained videos of the movie. So this this is basically my review of it. Um, like I said, it was it was supposed to come out before we seen Fal- uh, Falcon in the Winter Soldier. But like like I said, it delayed because of COVID reasons. Uh, we saw we saw it in Disney Plus on theaters. Have you saw it? Great. Um, Black Widow. the The timeline for Black Widow is basically before uh, Avengers: Infinity War, right? But right after Captain America, Captain America: Civil War. So she's still technically on the run. And in the beginning, she's on the run from uh, Ross. 
I'm just gonna call him Ross because it's just easier to call him Ross. She's on the run from Ross and she dodges Ross. So like Ross thinks that she's somewhere, but then she's completely somewhere else. So we see that. Uh she is off. Um she's off in Nor Norway. She's off in Norway. Uh completely clo- closed off by herself in the trailer because this this contractor that she knows uh, got her set up in the trailer with a generator and all that stuff, right? Uh, so from that from that point, she she runs out. She runs out of gas. Um, for the generator, she has to... Then there's a great fight scene uh, with Taskmaster versus Black Widow that we saw in the beginning. Um... I don't remember how she got away, but I do remember she she kind of got away. Uh, she did some type of trickery. Then she receives a package from Budapest from her sister. Uh, damn, I just seen her name. I can't remember her name. She sees she receives a package from her sister, which is the antidote for mind control from the guy that controls the red room. Uh. Then she goes to... I knew somebody was about to call me while I was uh, recording the podcast episode. Shout out to Judith, because you're calling me while I called. Wow. Uh, I'm recording the podcast episode, so that's why I'm not answering your FaceTime video. But love you anyway. Uh, anyways, she now she goes to Budapest to track down her sister. Uh, they meet up. They're, they go get their adopted father from the prison. That was a great fight scene. Uh... The red, the red Guardian, basically lied talking about some. He he fought uh, Captain America in the eighties, but Captain America wasn't released out of the ice ice until like the two thousands before the Avengers. So that that couldn't really, and that's publicly known too. So it's like he he's people in the prison know he's lying, but that that did actually happen. Like they did actually fought in the eighties in the comic book version of it. Not in the MCU version of it. Um, skipping along, they get the Red Guardian. Then they get their adopted mother, um, who has a has a great black uh, black widow suit. Um, she her widow suit is basically what Natasha has in in uh, Endgame. And then we also see that the sister has the jacket from Infinity War, so she got the. Her basically Natasha's costumes are from the sister in Infinity War, and then from the adopted mom in Endgame. Um, so they they all go up to the Red Room, which the Red Room was like the helicarrier, like a shield, like a shield thing type of helicarrier in the sky. So that was why nobody could ever really find the Red Room because it was in the sky, and there's a whole bunch of cloaking shit. And it was a whole bunch of shit. It was basically hidden in the sky. Um, to sum it all up, um, Natasha basically defeats the guy that was basically controlling them and stuff like that. They release all the widows, uh, all the other Taken, and uh, all of the other Taken widows. Uh, Taskmaster is basically... Uh, the guy's daughter that Natasha blew up early on in the movie and 
everyone's freaking happy and excited and stuff like that. They they all got away, stuff like that. Uh, I'm not... I'm, I'm skimming it because I'm not trying to take too long. This is not a full, like, explain, like, movie video. I, I might do that another day if you guys really want to see it. Or, like, it, I might start doing more movie explain videos if I have somebody else. But if I'm by myself, I'm, I'm not going to take too much time and, like, really try and, like, break down the whole movie. Because there's some stuff I, I do forget. It's some stuff I just, I'm just like, eh, it's not really that in- that not interesting. The uh, the most important, well, not most important, but one of the important things that we saw is uh, uh, the in the end scene, the post credit end scene where we saw the sister and Valentina or Lady Hydra or Madam Hydra. I'm sorry, uh, we saw them meet up at Natasha's grave, which is present day, which will be 2022 in uh, in Ohio. Uh, because right now, current MCU is 2022. Uh, so we saw uh, the sister and lady and Madame Hydra meet up. And they're talking about some how they need to pay raise. And then the, and her, the sister's next target, which the sister is the current Black Widow. She took over the Black Widow uh, the Black Widow uh, mantle. So, I'm, so going on. I'm referring to her as Black Widow and then Natasha as Natasha. So, uh, she basically took over Natasha's uh, mantle and now she's the current Black Widow. So, now we're going to have Black Widow versus Hawkeye and we're going to see uh, we're going to see our new Black Widow and Hawkeye. So, that's going to be that's going to be around in that series. And then we're also going to we're also going to see her in the Thunderbolts because it looks like Lady Hydra is building together like a Thunderbolts team, but if not a Thunderbolts team, then this is going to be a Dark Avengers. But this this is kind of like a a low level cast to be like a Dark Avengers. Uh, and then we don't have uh, Osborn. We don't have Norman Osborn yet. So when we get a Norman Osborn then I could possibly see a Dark Avengers movie. But that's just years down the line. We gotta get through Spider-Man uh, No Way Home to hopefully see Norman Osborn or get a new version of Norman Osborn. Um, with that also being said, uh, it, it said Black Widow is a very good movie, but that's very much a setup movie. It's setting up for multiple other things because it's setting up for Hawkeye. It's finishing off what was left off from uh, from Falcon and the Winter Soldier a little bit. It's setting up for the Thunderbolts. It's setting up for She-Hulk. It's setting up for because uh, we're gonna see Red Hulk in that one, uh, and we're gonna see more of Ross. Uh, like I said, it, it, it's definitely a setup movie. Um, now for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or something like that I say I say for that Marvel movie that's at your own risk if you know about Shang-Chi or you just like Marvel movies definitely go watch it but that's not I don't think that's really a movie that's gonna like that, that's also gonna be another setup movie. The the most important, the real good movie that I'm really like waiting for is Spider Man and then Doctor Strange. Those two are just gonna blow it away. And then the rest of Loki. Loki is great. Uh, one day maybe I'll get my cousin on, uh, my cousin D'Angelo on, and then we'll talk about uh, Loki and 
and more comic stuff like that. So one day, whenever he's free and stuff like that, we'll, we'll get on and talk about. It. But anyways, that was my little rough like breakdown or review of Black Widow. Um, I definitely recommend it, and you guys should definitely go watch it for yourselves. Um, anyways, uh, let's get into some more some sports, some basketball, some NBA. Really, uh, we have the Suns versus Bucks game. Game. I'm sorry, I got my notes right here on my lap. Anyways, we got the Suns. Uh, the Suns versus Bucks game three. That's just gonna be in Milwaukee. It's gonna be 8 p.m. on ABC uh, for Sunday, uh, and the Suns have a two two zero lead right now. So, for what we see from Game One, uh, I'm gonna put up my um, flip page, go to my Game One stats. We from Game One, it was uh, the Suns 118, and then the Bucks 105. Middleton had 27 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Giannis had 20.7 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, Drew Holiday had 10 points, uh, 7 rebounds, 9 assists. The Bucks had... Uh, the Bucks had... Alright. But but the Suns, like, like I said, they had 118 points. Uh, Chris Paul had 32 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. Aiden had 22, 19, 0 assists. And Booker had 27, 2 and 6. The Bucks had 47 rebounds, 4 steals, 13 uh, turnovers. Shot 45 from the field, 56 from the free throw line, and 44 from uh, for the three-point. While the Suns had 43, re- 43 rebounds, 9 assists, 9 turnovers, 46 field, uh, field goals, uh, field goal percentage, 96 free throw, and 32 three-pointer. And it's for game. This is for game one. Game two, we saw uh, the Suns had 118, 118 points, and then the Bucks had 105 points. The... The Bucks had 46 rebounds, 21 assists, 8 steals, 7 blocks, 9 turnovers, 45 from the field, 60, 65 from the free throw, and 29 from three-pointers, while the Suns had 43 rebounds, 26 assists, 7 steals, 2 blocks, uh, 12 turnovers, 48 from the field, 85 from the free throw, and 50% from three, and they were shooting a lot of threes. They were shooting a lot of threes. So, early on... Uh, my my finals MVP early on is I'm really taking I'm really looking at CP3 as the finals MVP as of right now, but Booker is slowly catching up and Booker could keep up. It's really it's really uh, it's really CP3's uh, finals MVP to lose right now, really, because Booker is playing great, but his field goal percentage is kind of a little shaky right now. So, it, like I said, it's uh, CP3's loses. Um, as for the series goes. If you're the Bucks, um, you need Middleton to basically um, have a D-Way-S type of performance where where you know Giannis is going to get looked at a lot. Giannis is going to have great numbers, but he had he only had like he had like what forty. 
All right, game two, he had 42 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, while Middleton had 11 points, 6 rebounds, and 8, and eight assists. Booker had 21, 5, and 6. Uh, CP3 had 22, 4, and 8. So, if you're the Bucks, you need him. Like I said, if you're if you're the Bucks, you need Middleton to have a D-Wade type of S performance where the first two games he was kind of a little off. He was kind of a little, like, new to the finals, just trying, like, trying to get used to the spotlight and everything, trying to get used to everything. But then for the rest of for the rest of the series, it was just the D Wade show. But you, we need. Uh, but if the if you're the Bucks, you need this to be the Middleton show. Yes, Giannis could get his points. Giannis could get you like maybe like twenty close to thirty. But you, if you're Middleton, you gotta be getting more shots up than Giannis. You gotta be uh, dominating the the ball more. Gotta be shooting more and stuff like that. If you're the Suns, you gotta keep keep up the pace. Even though Chris Paul like to slow down the pace a little bit, guy still keep up the pace. Still keep hitting your shots and keep making all the correct switches. Because right now y'all not on fire. Y'all making the right adjustments and y'all playing great. The you're the uh, there's always a third guy that's that's showing up when it comes down when it comes down to it to help out uh, CP and Booker. So you need CP and Booker to keep playing how they play. And you need your third guy to step up, whether it's a Crowder, Bridges, uh, Aiton, um, Johnson, uh, Peyton. And we all seen during this playoff run that those the third guy or the role guys couldn't be able to step up. So if you're the Suns, uh, right now I'm taking the Suns at six. Uh, when it comes down to it, it's... it's People that are saying that it looks like it's sweet, like it's probably gonna be a sweet. It's, it's not. It's not gonna happen. Like the Bucks are not gonna get swept in the finals. If they do that, that'd be crazy. Uh, we haven't had. <sighs> Sorry, we probably haven't seen the sweep in the finals since. Um, since I think the LeBron got swept by by the KD led um, KD led uh, Warriors, and that was only because he really had nobody else. There was uh. It was just LeBron, and then that's it. Like no, Kevin Love was on the court, but Kevin Love was wasn't really that involved. And then LeBron was being LeBron, and then nobody wasn't really involved. Uh, Kyrie was in Boston that year, so that was that season. Um, I I don't know, cause. If if you're if you're the Bucks, it's like you have Holiday out there. Holiday needs to be your third guy, or somebody else needs to be your guy that could step up. And but Holiday was brought in and signed the extension to be that third guy, to be that playmaker, to be that shot creator that can help out and also play defense. But he's not he's not doing that right now. Uh, it's it's gonna be a very interesting series. But like I said, I'm still taking the Bucks in six. Um, so, in other news, I love going on to the, uh, to the fight game, to the boxing world right now, heavyweight, heavyweight title and stuff. Um, Fury, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder has been postponed due to COVID-19 outbreak in, in, uh, camp, in Tyson Fury's camp, uh, on July 7th, uh, the fight was supposed to happen July 24th. And it was supposed to happen in the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The fight is post is likely to be moved to October 
if the fight is actually postponed. So they're not saying, uh, so they're saying they're still checking them out, still uh, trying to make sure Fury uh, doesn't have COVID and whatnot. But if there is an outbreak or, <sighs> sorry, if he possibly does have it and uh, the fight could be possibly moved to um, in October, which would, which would honestly give Fury more time to, to train and stuff like that. But then coming off of COVID, it, it's tough. Like we, we hear a lot of athletes when they say like they had COVID, especially Paul George being one of them. When he, he was saying how uh, when he was coming off of COVID, he still felt the the link. Not, yeah, Paul Paul George and then Jason Tatum. Um, they were saying how, how coming off of COVID, it, it still lingers with you. And it takes a little minute to get back and uh, you still kind of feel the effects when it comes down to your breathing and whatnot. So if uh, if if Fury does have uh, COVID or COVID-like symptoms, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how he overcomes it. Um, and then bring, bringing us back to the hardwood, um, the Jordan brand uh, announced the J- Jumpman Infantation. And... Uh, Inventational. So the teams that's going to be invited are the men's and women's uh, UNC, so North Carolina team, Florida, uh, Michigan, and Oklahoma. So not necessarily, uh, these are like your top Jordan Brands college uh, schools, and and I, th- I believe those were the first ones that really joined the Jordan brand when they when they uh when they came into the college world and they were looking at they were starting to sponsor college teams and stuff because they, uh I want to say they were previously Nike and then they just switched over to Jordan. Uh, I know North Carolina was uh, basically walking Jordans and stuff and Nikes and stuff like that. Uh, Florida, I want to say they they were previously Nikes and then they went to Jordan. Michigan, I don't necessarily remember. I feel like Michigan possibly would have could have been Adidas at one point, and then they switched over. Uh, and then Oklahoma, I think they Oklahoma's definitely been Nike for a very long time, and then they switched over to uh, Jordan. So I could be wrong about Michigan being uh, Adidas and then switching over to Jordan. They could have been Nike. I just can't remember. Um. So, so what we're seeing with the Jordan Invitational is a three-year deal with the Jordan brand. It's going to be December the 20th through the 21st, uh, 2022, and Charlotte's uh, Spectrum Center. So, right here, uh, right there is Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. It's going to be on uh, ESPN Networks, and we'll be airing all four games. So, this basically going to be showing the men's and women's side of the Invitational. Uh, I think it's going to be very much a, a great basketball when it comes down to the men's and women's team. It's, uh, it's going to be early in the season, so it's going to be like, it's basically going to be before uh, before the conference play or right before the conference play and stuff like that. Um, it's going to be very good because when you're talking about these teams, and uh, well, for the men's side, especially when North Carolina, Florida, Michigan, and, and Oklahoma going up against each other, that's gonna uh, definitely shake up the rankings and help out these teams for the women's side. Um, 
I haven't really followed these teams that much on the women's side, so it, uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see them play more and stuff like that. I'm sorry. Uh, they're... They don't show a lot of women's college basketball unless you're UConn, uh, Baylor, South Carolina, or basically everybody in the Final Four or in the tournament and stuff. That's, that's a possible national championship contender. Um, so um, I apologize if uh, if I'm unaware, but I am going to try and do some more research on the women's, uh, on the women's teams. So... Uh, before this, uh, the Jordan Invitational comes, so definitely gonna bring uh, you guys more stuff about that. And uh, to end up, to end off the episode, uh, it looks like we're getting a a possible re- return date uh, for the XFL. It looks like they're returning in 2023 in the spring. No confirmed date has been announced just yet, but they all they have said a year. So that's going to be very exciting to see some uh, spring football from uh, XFL and this new branch of spring football. Hopefully we get a New Orleans XFL team. So that way I can go watch, definitely go watch some XFL games. But if not, then hey, we go watch some XFL out in Houston. Um, and with that being said, uh, I've been off for like 25 minutes. Uh Go check out all the previous podcast episodes. Hopefully, next episode, we uh, get some of Jared, Ramon, and Troy's opinion on the NBA Finals. Because, uh, like I said, we're going to definitely be talking about the Finals coming up. Talking about some football coming up. And then uh, talking about the UFC fight that's happening tonight. And then also talking talk uh talk about the possible boxing matches and stuff like that so with that being said hopefully we get the guys uh hopefully i get the guys back on soon but hey it's all due to scheduling and stuff like that um that's being said peace y'all love y'all check out uh all the previous episodes and then uh if you're listening to our audio go check go give us a like on youtube if you're listening on youtube Go, uh, go give us a five star on audio for it. Uh, spot, spot, uh, Spotify, uh, Anchor, iP- uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, stuff like that. Um, go de- definitely help us out and comment and like and stuff like that. And tell, tell, tell me where you normally listen to the podcast episode. So, peace, y'all. Love y'all. Thank you for watching the episode. And y'all have a nice day. Y'all have a good one.